welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I want to help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Everyone has a story. And so the question is, what is yours and why is it important to share it? On today's episode, I am so excited to introduce you to my friend and sister uh, in Christ, Judy Logan. I wanted to invite her onto the podcast because she has such an incredible story, such an incredible testimony. And I wanted her to share a little bit of her journey uh, just through really coming to kind of terms with like, wait, this is my story. And what is the goodness in this? And how can I see God in this? Because all of us are walking around with a story. Oh, Judy and I were just talking before we hit record. And it's like, you know, you walk and you see people and you just kind of assume, you know, their life. Judy's one of those people. When I met her, I was like, oh, she's so fun and spunky. And she oozes the joy of the Lord. You just think like her life is great. And once I got to know her and heard part of her testimony, she's one of those people we were like, how, how do you have so much joy the Lord? And so without further ado, Judy, welcome to the Seek First CEO podcast. Thank you, Heather. Thank you for having me. Um, it's wonderful to, to be able to share, uh, you know, God's word and his testimony um, that of what he's done in my life. Uh, and you're right. You know, when we were talking earlier, you know, people go around looking at each other thinking, oh, that person has it together, you know. Or that person has a, you know, perfect family or, you know, but they don't know what that person has gone through to get there. Yes. Uh, whether it's, you know, they're during their childhood, whether it's through, um, you know, uh, growing up, you know, their teenage years or even, you know, their married life. You know, what what did that person go through to um, overcome, you know, what they have now? Yes. And, uh, yeah, we can can go through it, which is one thing, right. But to grow through it is where we can see the goodness of God. Yes. Yes. And, uh, and, and people, and, you know, people don't understand that they think that, you know, it just happens, you know, and that, you know, there's no, nobody else has, uh, any problems or, or going through anything. You know, right. sometimes we internalize it and think, oh, this is, this is just us, you know, we, this is our lot in life and, uh, and that's not going to change, you know, but that's not true. That's not true because God changes everything. You yeah. know, if you let him into your but, life and, you know, allow him to, uh, unravel things in your life and, and heal those broken places, um, 
you can get through it. Yes. And like, that's key if we let him, right. So we can keep it in a tight, I think of when you say unravel, right. It's like that tight um, yarn, a ball of yarn. And so it's like, well, wait, are we willing to allow him to pull that one string that whole thing? So let's take a few steps back so that uh, the, the, the woman listening to this gets to know Judy a little bit more, just on a personal level. Who are you? Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. (laughs) Um, I'm a simple person. (laughs) I think I'm a simple person. I have uh, five kids, uh, three boys, two girls. Um, The oldest is 21 and then 17, 16, 14, and nine. Oh my gosh. I was going to say five. My mind is stuck on five, but um, no, he's nine now, fourth grade. My goodness. Um, I am, uh, I, I work from home. I work from home and I, um, at the same time, am doing my uh, ordination this year, uh, ministry ordination. I got my license last year. So I am officially a credentialed minister, um, which is weird because <laughs> I didn't think I'd get there. And uh, I also authored and uh, published a book um, in June 14th uh, of 2023 uh, called The Unraveling. And it tells the story of um, my childhood and God's faithfulness throughout the entire um, entire way until now. So it's funny that you say when you saw me or when you first met me, you didn't think anything, you know, that I had any issues in the back, but um, but they were there, you know. And it's only because of God that got me through it all. Yeah. So. Okay, so first of all, you're like, oh, I'm a simple person. And I know the 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 woman listening to this is like, wait, you have five kids, you are a credential, <laughs> and you're a published author. That doesn't seem super <laughs> simple. However, you're being very humble in this. You're like, ah, life is you know. So all right, so you are a mom of five, you work from home, you've got all these things, you have a heart to help other people. I want to share a little bit of how we met each other. We actually met each other through a nonprofit organization local to us called um, Beyond Survival Ministries. And I remember going to my first meeting was I had an invitation to be part of their team. And Judy was on their team already, has been doing it for years, working with them. And I just remember meeting this bubbly little, I don't know, you're just like a ball of fire. And I was like, oh, And for one of our trainings, we had a lunch break. And so Judy and I decided we wanted Chinese and, uh, and we went to go get Chinese and in the car, she started sharing just a little bit about her story. And my heart and mind was just blown away. I'm like, wait a second. And I think it's just a good reminder that everywhere you encounter people, um, everybody's walking around with a story and the verse in revelation that always sticks out to me is that um, we like the enemy is defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That's how he's defeated. And I think it's why he wants us not to share our testimony. One, he doesn't want us to see that the blood covers it. That's first of all, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to see redemption and healing in it. And if we don't see that and experience that, then we're never going to want to share because there's shame and there's all these things. So right. tell us a little bit about your, uh, your journey to getting to where you are today in that coming to that weight, my testimony matters. 
And it's not just like, because when we live our life, we think it's just our life, but someone like you and I meeting, and I'm like, wait a second. I remember telling you in the car, I was like, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. This is like soap opera stuff here Um, (laughs) to write a book. And where along your journey did you realize, uh, oh, I I need to write a book? Well, you know, I really didn't realize that (laughs) because, because, uh, you know, my past was a painful one and I, I didn't want to bring that up. You know, I, I buried it deep enough that I can survive. Right. But, but, you know, God doesn't call us to just survive. He calls us to thrive. And, uh, you know, to be honest, it was an, um, an old pastor of mine in my old church, uh, that, you know, he's very close to God and he hears, you know, really clearly from him. And he told me one day, and this is back in 2018, actually, he told me one day that, um, you know, he had a dream and that God told him that I need to start writing. And he didn't know what, you know, he didn't, he, he didn't even know my background. He, he didn't know my testimony. I never really told anybody, um, you know, because that's not me. And I wasn't living that anymore. So I didn't find the need to tell anyone about it. Um, and so he told me, you know, God said to just start writing. And, and then he said, because I'm going to be speaking to, you know, thousands and thousands of women. And I just started laughing, you know, like how Sarah laughed at uh, at God for saying that she's going to, you know, bear bear a child at such an old age. So I started laughing because I get really shy, you know, in front of people. And I'm like, yeah, there's no way that I'm going to be speaking in front of people. There's, you know, I don't even like writing. I don't even really like reading. I just, you know, got by in school. Right. And, uh, and so I just kind of blew it off. I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever, you know, pastor. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the years kind of went on and um, I met my uh, current pastor and I told her my testimony. And she was just like, you you have to write a book. You have to write a book. This is This is a powerful testimony. You know, people need to hear it. And I said, what's so powerful about it? You know, I don't, I don't understand. Um, you know, this is my childhood. This like, who's, who's going to care about that? You know, but I didn't see it at first until I started writing. And as I was writing, God started to reveal to me and he used other people as well to speak into writing, you know, my testimony out, writing this book. He used other people, you know, Christians as well as non-Christians to speak into me and say, Hey, you need to start writing because People need to hear this. And I just kept on asking, what is so important? You know, what, what is it that, you know, people are going to get out of this? And uh, I didn't see it then, but I, I do now that, you know, I wasn't alone in what I was going through. There are people out there that have a similar situation, you know, if not, you know, pretty identical. Um, and And there's things that, they don't know how to work in themselves. They don't know what to do with it. Um, a lot of the the things in my book that I talk about is uh, forgiveness, and that's a huge one for a lot of people, which I didn't I didn't realize. And um, so, you know, unpacking what forgiveness looks like, what it is, what it isn't, uh, and how that brings about peace and freedom in your own life. Mm. And uh, so that's that's basically how I got started to writing it. And the more I 
you know, the more I started writing, the more I started seeing it from, you know, beginning to end, you know, God showed me that there's so much in there that people can take from and can relate to and help them in their own journey. So, um, you know, God wants to heal, God wants to heal people, you know, um, he calls us to love, you know, love one another, right. As he loved us. And you can't really love anyone else unless you first can love yourself. And if you have too much going on, too much um, baggage or damage, you don't know how to love yourself. Let's go there because I know, and and most of the women listening to this are very entrepreneurial. And so we're online. Mm -hmm. We see a lot of the, um, you know, the the world's version of self-love. And so sometimes that's extreme. However, what I've also seen is that a lot of believers almost like throw the baby out with the bathwater because they're like, well, we don't want to look like that version of it. And so let's not do it at all. But the, the whole, the verse that we are commanded to do, the the number one is to love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your mind, love your neighbor as yourself. How did you go from not knowing how to love yourself? most likely. And I know your story without like, you know, sharing all it. like you didn't, when we don't feel loved, we don't know how to love. Like you cannot give what you have not received. Tell us right. some practical um, tools or tips or revelations that the Lord gave you that you could start actually learning to love yourself in, in that way that God created us to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I, when I was going through these things and this, you know, stem from my childhood, when I was going through, um, all the, all these pains and traumas. I really, you know, didn't know God. I grew up Catholic, but didn't really know him. I didn't have have a relationship with him, but, uh, but I did know that there was a God, right? So I would just call out to him and cry out to him, not knowing that that is the start of a relationship with our heavenly father. So, you know, the whole entire time I'm calling out, calling out, not knowing whether he was going to answer me, not knowing if he was real, just calling out. So, you know, sometimes it would be fine. You know, other times it wouldn't, Um, you know, I would feel okay. And, you know, other days I wouldn't, but as I grew older and I grew to learn more about God, you know, come get closer to him and, uh, and, and know what Jesus did for me, you know, and, and for all of us, he died on the cross for us. He took away our sins and, and our pain, right. As you know, as I studied more of that, as I studied more of him, I got closer and closer and which allowed me to open up, open my heart back up to the knowledge that, you know what, maybe God does love me. You know, why, you know, why would he send his son to die for me? You know, I mean, who am I? Right. And, um, and so when he, when I got that revelation of, yeah, you know what, someone loves me. Hmm. unconditionally, you know, with nothing attached that, you know, I began to just seek him more. And that's what helped me through my journey, you know, and, you know, whether, whether you're a believer or not, man, just, if you just reach out, just reach out, you know, even if you've fallen away, if you just reach out to God, he will meet you right there. You know? Yes. I love that, 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 open, open to receiving that love made you open to 
being able to experience it, wanting to know more of who is this person. And I always think, you know, it's like dating when you first right. meet a guy and you're interested, but you're not, you know, you're still testing out the waters, not really sure right, right, the right. more time you spend with them. You learn, right, whether this person is worth it or not. And so you become more vulnerable. And obviously, like, if you do end up getting married, like, there is a process, there's a courting, there is a dating part to right. it that God wants to do the same with us. Um, you know, we always, yes. well, not always, but a lot of, I've heard many times, like, God is a gentleman, Holy Spirit is a gentleman, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're not going to put, he's not going to push himself on you. So I love that. And I think there's so many women. I want to go back to what you said of like, who is going to care about that? As your pastors have told you, I told you so many people <laughs> like, first of all, it's a good thing. Pay attention to what other people recognize in you. Cause sometimes we don't recognize the gold that's in us. Like, whereas Judy, you're like, who's going to care about that? That's not really significant. And in fact, I don't even know that I want to talk about that. And so I know there is a woman listening to this thinking that her story doesn't matter. And right. I, you know, want to remind us that our testimony, although it is about us, it's really not. It is right, about right. Jesus entering the scene, hence the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Yes. They get together, when we just see the word of our testimony and it does, it's not covered in the blood, it will be very confusing. It will feel like, why would anybody care? Who wants to know about this? So as you right. were to receiving the love of the father and wanting to get into a relationship with this you know, whether you think it's a person or a thing, like, what is it? I don't know, but I'm open to it. Once you receive some of that, you can start giving that not only to yourself, but then to other people. Um, right. Yes. So I think I just want to really reiterate that your testimony matters, yes. right? So then what do you do with it? That's the next piece. Okay. Right. Now that I recognize that my story matters. What do I do with it? Right. You share it. You share the, you share that because then it helps others, you know, you know, with their journey, you know, there's, um, I heard one time that, um, you know, somebody said, you know, people are watching you and people are listening, you know, you might not notice that, but when they watch carefully and then they know what your story is about, they want that same thing, you know, but no one's going to know what you've been through if you haven't said anything, if you haven't told them, yeah, you know, and, uh, you know, God is so good in that he wants you to share your story because you do matter. It matters. If you can just reach one person, then your assignment is done, you know, if you can reach more than one, then that's bonus, right? But but that one person, like you said, there's one, at least one woman in this, you know, listening to your podcast here. If they if that one person is touched and healed and 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 you know made whole, you know, by your testimony, then you've done your job. You know, and that's all it takes is just one person. Yes, because that's all God wants to reach. One right. person at a time. And I think we can lose sight of the one that you know, he leaves the 99 yeah. for the one. And especially that's right. women listening to this, it's like, well, because most of them have businesses, they want to help a lot of people. They're very servant hearted and they're driven and they're ambitious. And we can lose sight of the power of the one because the one could be a ripple effect that we don't even get. Right. 
And I often think about that even in my own journey. It's like I have a lot of ways I can help people. And sometimes as we're ambitious and driven, we think we're not doing enough. And it's really a lot more about who we're being rather than what we're doing. And I know we're going to get to heaven and God's going to be like, see, your, your, your yes to me here. Look at what that did. So you're right. Right. Write the book. Is it a New York times number one, best-selling book? Uh, not yet, but not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yes. I'm speaking that not yet. Yes. You were yes. yet, but beyond that, has it touched people? I've read it and it has touched me. Right. And so, um, it's not really in the result. It's in the process. Yes. Yes. And, uh, you know, how, like you said, there's everyone pretty much here, are, uh, entrepreneurs, how can you help anyone else if you can't first help yourself? Mm. Right. If you're not healed in, you know, the things that are going on within you, how can you help other people? And it doesn't really matter what business it is, you know, because it's what people see in you. People buy things because of you, right? People do things and and want to join things because of who that person is present, you know, the presenter, right? So how would you be able to help someone in any capacity if you don't help yourself first? If you're not healing from the inside out, how do you, how do you help others? You know, and uh, so giving your story, your testament, what, and, you know, whether it's, you know, something small or large, it doesn't matter. It's, it's still going to make, you know, some sort of impact in somebody's life. And when that impact happens, then they, you know, start to create to become whole again. And then you can help other people better, you know, in their life, in their trials. Yes. Yeah. You shared earlier around like you sharing your story held, helped you see that you weren't the only one. And what I find a lot, because I work with a lot of women through their story and through their testimony, how does this matter? And how do I turn this into some sort of a way to like encourage people and like, you know, God turns all things to good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So how are we going to turn this to good? What I find is there's two categories of people. There are people who have, um, you know, big T trauma, which would be like a lot of your story, those big things. It's like, wow. It like makes you like, oh my gosh. Right. And then there's those women who don't feel like their story matters because there's not this major the life event that has happened that has totally changed the trajectory. And what I find as I work with women who either have the big T or everyone has trauma, first of all, it's big or little. And that's how the enemy works. He works through our life experiences, the traumas that we have. And what I want to encourage a woman with who feels like her story is not big, like a Judy story, um, is that there's concepts in it. There are concepts in your story and it almost always boils down to this not feeling loved, not feeling safe, not feeling valued, not feeling, um, you know, like your life matters or that other people care. It's these lies. It's an invitation to come into agreement with the lies that are complete opposite over what God spoke over you when you became when you are, when you're his right. child, the books he has written about you and his dreams for you and his plans for you. Um, and so I think, you know, I just, 
I, I think of the woman who feels like she has this big story like you and you had to find forgiveness and healing and wholeness from it and allow the Lord to tend to those wounds in your heart. And then the other person who's like, well, my story's not like hers. And so it doesn't matter. That's the deception is that your story isn't big enough or it's too big or it, 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 yes. it doesn't really matter. Yes. So where, where would you say, so you started to share about really growing in a relationship with the Lord. Like that was kind of that first part of it, being curious and spending time with him and spending time in the word. Um, how did you continue to nurture that? You know, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's that's a key too. Um, and once I did that, the more I, you know, dove into the word, uh, got involved in, you know, different uh, women's ministries, uh, Bible studies, you know, just learning, learning about him more. Like you said, it's like dating. You know, we have to learn about someone in order to feel comfortable with them, in order to trust them, right? And, um, you know, before I could trust God, I had to know more about him. I had to really think in my life, figure out in my life, is he really real? Is he really doing something in my life? And when you get to know him and meet him there, he will do things that you think that, you know, this must be a coincidence, right? It's not, it's God, you know? Uh, so, um, but yeah, you just cultivate that. You cultivate um, that relationship and and then you'll start to see change, you know, in your life. Um, and it's funny because you said that, oh, you know, some, some uh, stories are huge, some are not, you know, all stories are big. Because, you know, it's perspective. Mm -hmm. It might it might look small to someone, but when that happened in that person's life, that was huge for them, you know. And then maybe looking back, it doesn't look so, you know, big or so massive. But, you know, at that time when that person was walking in it, that's what was happening. It was something huge in their life, you know. So we can't discount, you know, any of that. We can't discount, um, you know, those whether it's big or not or, or whatever. And, you know, and we can't allow, and we can't say that, um, you know, this is not going to matter and, or this is my lot in life. Nothing's going to change, you know, because, you know, your past does not dictate your future, you know, and um, you have the power to continue to rewrite your story with God's help, you know, and, and if, and with God's truth. So if you know who you are in Christ, first of all, and, and the character of God, you know, the character of Christ, you'll know without a doubt the the things that in, in the word, in the Bible is truth. You know, once you get those two things down, you know, you can really, and, and when you grasp that, you can really know that, wow, he is real. And he is changing, you know, things in my life, you know, and you can walk in freedom and you can walk victoriously. So, you know, don't don't end your story right there and say, oh, well, nothing's going to change. This is it for me. You can change that. You can make a difference, not only in your life, but in, a, in you know, a lot of people's lives. You know, everyone that you encounter, you make a difference. Yes, I love it. I love it. Well, tell, tell my ladies where they can find more information about your book 
and <laughs> you or any, any place that they can go. And I'll link everything in the show notes too. Okay. Uh, well, you can uh, pick up my book on Amazon, uh, amazon.com or barnesandnoble.com. Um, and you can also reach me, uh, author Judy Logan, and it's Judy with an I, <laughs> or you won't find me um, on Facebook or Instagram and uh, judyloganministries.com. Awesome. So I would just one last word to the woman who either... And I love that you said that it's not about a big story or a little story. Every story is big because every story God has an end that he wants. And so what would you say to the woman who has been wrestling with, does her story matter? And does it matter to tell other people? And um, what would you tell her? (laughs) Funny you mentioned that because people have been asking me that. (laughs) Um, Just write write it down. Just start writing things down. When you put pen to paper or, you know, on the computer, um, put all your thoughts down, you know, whether you think it's important or not, just start writing it down. God will bring it together. God will show you, will speak to you and put those words together in a way that you're like, oh, wow. Okay. I see. I see where you're going with this. You know, nothing will happen if you don't start, right? So you got to start somewhere. Just start writing, even if you think that it's not worth it, or even if you think it doesn't matter, just start writing. And when you start writing, God will take over. The Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you, you know, to that perfect testimony. That's so good. And there is, from a science perspective, there is something, that's why, you know, everyone tells you to write your goals down because there is something that chemically happens. You take it from your brain and your heart and you put it on yes. paper. So I love that because I believe that there will be books from this podcast that are going to be <laughs> yes. through it just simply through you sharing. And you, it's so, it's just so cool to see how you didn't even think you carried something super significant. And yet now it's on pages. It's for yes. other people to read so that we can give the enemy a little one, two punch. Um, he's already been defeated. So it's not like we're yes. defeated. He's already been defeated, but your testimony matters. And when Jesus comes in, uh, that's where we can, we can show others the goodness of God. So Judy, thank you for your yes. Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for coming on here and sharing. Go get unraveled. I know you will be blessed by it. And, um, what is your story and what is God asking you to share big or small? Is it with your neighbor? Is it with, is it in a book? Uh, but just getting to see the goodness of God through your testimony will change the world. Right. You know, and just remember less of you, more of him. Yes. Less of you, more of him and you'll be on the right track. <laughs> so good. Well, I love you, Judy. Uh, we live locally, so uh, we keep yes. saying we got to get together. But you know, you live a yeah. simple life with five kids, and I've got three sister <laughs> and all the things. But I, I can't wait to <laughs> see you in person. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Love you. Bye.